0: You're listening to episode 37 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena from Joanne the Life Coach. These are real stories and real experiences of widowhood, both from my own experiences and those of other widows I've known and worked with as a life coach. A quick reminder that you can help support Widowcast if you shop at Amazon. Go there through my new affiliate link. That's at com slash Amazon. That will take you to their home page through my affiliate link. And you can set that as your bookmark so that anytime you go shop at Amazon, Amazon sends a few pennies to Widowcast to help support the podcast. You don't pay anything more for what you're buying. It's just a little reimbursement from Amazon for helping advertise their services. Thank you so much for your support. Hello, friends. So good to be back. I'll warn you again that I do not have bullet points for this episode. I don't have anything written out. I just turned on my mic this morning. I'm going to share with you a story about what occurred in the first year of widowhood. One thing that occurred, and I don't know that there's really any point to sharing this, except to share the faith, the idea of having faith, having belief. I think that's so important, whether you have the faith and convictions of a religion or just your own spirituality, it's those beliefs that will help you through a lot of the missing your spouse. Now, to tell you this story, I have to go back. I have to go back about six months before Jim passed away. Actually, probably closer to five months before he passed away. I had been laid off from my job. I worked for a company uh, in Indianapolis. I worked remotely from home, and I had worked for them for over a decade. And a big fish came along and bought up the littler fish. You know how that happens. And I was grateful they kept me, because I thought, for sure, the bigger company did not need another operations manager. They had their own operations manager. But they kept me on, and um, I worked for them for about a year and a half. They had been doing workforce reductions because they ran into some financial issues in the company. I survived through about four different rounds of workforce reductions, which I kept expecting to get the call on every single one of them because I was one of the last people brought into their company. Finally, they did get around to me. And they laid me off. I was devastated. I had turned 60 years old that year. And I thought, who's going to hire someone who's 60? Really? Everybody wants it. They look at me and think, well, she's just going to retire in five years. Why are we going to train her into our company? That's what I thought. And at that time, Jim was saying, don't go back to work, Joanne. Just retire. We don't need you to work at this point. I said, No, I, I really need to go back to work. Plus it would feel so awful to retire. It doesn't feel right. Like I didn't get the retirement party. I didn't get the gold watch from the company like you would when you retire. And he laughed at that and he said, You know what? I'll get you a gold watch. You retire. As a matter of fact, our anniversary is next month. It'll be our 20th anniversary. If anybody deserves a gold watch, it's the woman that put up with me for 20 years. I'm going to buy you a gold watch for our anniversary. I laughed. I said, but then I said, wait, no, wait. I don't want the gold watch yet. I want you to wait until next spring because Apple is going to release the Apple watch this coming spring. So you buy me the gold Apple Watch. I can wait for my anniversary present. And he laughed and he said, you got it, kid. I'm buying you an Apple Watch for our 20-year anniversary and for your retirement. Well, the upshot of that was that another company did reach out to me that I had done some consult work with before and wanted to offer me a position. The CEO and the sales manager was buying out the company and they reached out to me in advance and said once the sale is clearing through they would be able to give me an offer letter for a position with them. But being laid off gave me the last five months of Jim's life with him. Because he was already retired. I was the one still working. And in those five months, we were like little kids running all over the planet together. (laughs) You know, we weren't literally running all over the planet, but it felt that way. We would get up in the morning. We would go do something. We really became even closer and spent a lot of special time together. As you all probably know by now, he passed away at the very end of that year on December 29th. So he never had a chance to buy for me that watch that he promised. And as so many widows do, I really went into a place of financial fear after he passed away because I didn't have an offer letter from the the new company yet. I didn't have any income. We met and married after he had retired because he had retired very young. So there were no spouse benefits set up on his retirement. For me, the idea of going out and spending money on a watch was uh, kind of daunting. I was really watching every penny that I spent. But when the time came around that Apple announced that they were going to uh, do the open pre-order for the Apple Watch, I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought, no, I really do want that watch, because I know Jim was going to buy it for me. I want that watch on my wrist as a reminder of the 20 years we of married life we had together. We've been together 22 years, actually. So... On April 11th, 2015, is when Apple opened pre-order sales, and I drove down into Connecticut to the big mall where there was an Apple store to look at the Apple watches. Now, when I went there, I knew it wasn't going to be the gold Apple watch. And I'm sure Jim would not have bought me the gold watch because what we didn't know at that time was the gold Apple watch with the red band that I was so in love with was (laughs) $14,000. There was no way we were going to pay $14,000 for a watch. We're just not at that level of income. But I wanted the Apple watch. I went into the Apple store. I ordered the nice stainless steel watch with the black leather band on April 11th, which, by the way, was the day before Jim's birthday, and that was the birthday we went and scattered his ashes on. So the day before his birthday, I placed the order for my watch. And as I drove home from Connecticut, I remember thinking, okay, Jim, you've always told me that you could manifest money coming in. He, he would. Checks would just appear. Checks from refunds, things we had no idea about, and he would come dancing into my office with, you know, I created another check, here it is, and I was just laughing at him. He was uncanny with this ability to create money. So I, driving home in my car, began talking to Jim about, you know, having ordered the watch and said, so you're on. You said you would buy this watch for me, create a check. You know you're the master at this. Create a check to pay for this watch. And came home, and then the next day, which was a Saturday and Jim's birthday, his sons came up, and we went and scattered Jim's ashes. Monday afternoon, I checked my mailbox for the mail that came in, and there in the mailbox was a check from UFT, which was the United Federation of Teachers here in New York. Jim was a retired teacher. And there was a check that said it was a refund from the medication writer for 2014. Apparently, at the end of the year, when the UFT redoes their books, they discovered they withheld too much money from everybody for the medication writer on the health plan. And the reimbursement check came for $758. My watch was $749. I pulled that envelope out of the box. I opened it up. I saw that check in that amount. And I just went goosebumps from head to toe. I couldn't believe he had actually done it. (laughs) He created a reimbursement check from the teacher's retirement to cover the watch. This story came to mind because I had a friend just yesterday asking me about, you know, are you still getting signs from Jim? What signs are you getting? Tell me about it. She loves to hear this stuff. And I told her that the Apple watch kind of communicates to me and Sometimes I think it's Jim communicating. Okay, call me crazy. (laughs) This is where faith comes in. The watch works beautifully. There's no defects on this watch. I have not spotted any defects, but occasionally I get a message from the watch. I was pulling out our tapestries to send pictures and information on them to the auction houses like Christie's and Sotheby's to sell the tapestries finally and as I pulled them out and I pushed the dining room table back so that I could open them up out on the dining room floor to photograph and I was you know my heart was feeling a little heavy about letting go of them because I really do love the tapestries. But I have nowhere to hang them. And since we moved into the house in upstate New York, they've just been rolled up and put away because we don't have high ceilings here. As I was looking at the tapestries and I kind of reached out to Jim in my mind thinking, you know, I'm finally going to do it. I know you asked me and asked me to to do something about selling the tapestries. I'm, I'm going to get this done. And I began thinking of all the things that I had done over the past year and things that I spent a lot of money on doing. And I was wondering what Jim would think of that. I mean, I spent a lot of money for my coach certification so that I could become a certified life coach. Money on putting up the podcasts that I do. It's not been an easy financial effort. So I was standing there looking at those tapestries and thinking, gosh, what would he think? about all that's gone on in this past year and suddenly my watch thumped my wrist because the Apple watch has haptics that will thump on you to get your attention and I looked at my watch and there it was a big blue screen that said you did it with an exclamation point point. and I thought oh my gosh there it is There was my cheerleader (laughs) on the other side saying, Joel, you did it. You did it. Now, you did it is something the watch does say sometimes, but not that screen. I had never seen that screen. The watch will tell me every hour to get up and walk around for a few minutes. And when it does, it's, it's a blue screen that says it's time to get up and walk around. And when you're done, it does come back with a small screen that says you did it, and it says something else underneath, and you can click dismiss on it. But the screen I got didn't have any of that. All it was was in bigger letters, you did it. And I had never gotten the tap on my wrist telling me to stand up and walk around to begin with. So this was just kind of out of the blue. And I knew. I knew. There are times, odd times, that the watch will tap my wrist and it will not have any message on the watch, but it'll have been at a time when I was questioning something or reaching out for Jim in my mind and I get the answer. Sometimes I get the answer. I get a thump on the wrist. What experiences have you had that have been a matter of faith, spirituality, your conviction that your spouse is still around somewhere, just on the other side, standing next to you sometimes. You can't see them, but you can sense them. They're there. Quantum physics tells us that time folds back on itself. There's concepts about all time exists right now in the present. It's all overlapping. Why can't the afterlife also be overlapping right beside us? We can't see it. We can't reach out and touch it, but it's there. So the afterlife may well exist as a parallel universe. And why not? Why not? Now, I don't expect that Jim is following me around every second of the day anymore. (laughs) Earlier, Shortly after he passed away, I think there was a lot more presence. But I would imagine that he's got a heck of a lot to explore on the other side and a lot to do. But I don't think they ever truly leave us. I have another great story that just occurred recently. My mom and my dad have both passed away. My mom used to wear white diamonds perfume. She loved White Diamond's perfume, which is really a lovely scent, except that, as older women will sometimes do, Mom lavished it on a little too heavy-handedly, and we used to joke about Mom and her White Diamonds. You know, if I went to take Mom somewhere, uh, put her in my car, take her over to the mall, get some shopping done together, for a week afterwards, my car would smell like White Diamonds. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like mom hanging in there. Well, recently, my daughter and her husband, they bought a house. It's their first house. They've been living in a tiny, tiny apartment in a very urban city. So a tiny apartment is quite expensive in that urban city, rent-wise. I was thrilled that they were able to buy a house. It's difficult in this day and age, especially in places in California. Real estate is quite expensive. Anyway, they got the house. And last weekend was moving day weekend. Jen is very organized, always. Had everything, all her little ducks in a row. And when she got up Saturday morning, the moving company was coming to move all the heavier stuff. And she was boxing up the last bits of the house. Like, you know, their bed, because they still had their bed there to sleep in that night but she needed to pack it all up and I got a text message from her that said apparently grandma is helping on moving day because as I'm packing up my bed I smell white diamonds and then I got a text a few minutes later hold on let me read it to you exactly here we go I hope Jen doesn't mind my sharing I'm sure she doesn't The first text said, apparently grandma is here to help with the move. As I'm packing my bed right now, my entire bedroom smells like white diamonds. Then a few minutes later, I got another text that said, I've opened the windows and made coffee. Still smells like white diamonds. (laughs) Apparently, the apartment permeated with the smell gave me goosebumps. I know mom loved her. And I know mom would be thrilled at her getting her first house. Mom getting her first house was pretty special. She had been an army wife for 25 years. So they lived all over the place. And when my father retired from the military, they were able to buy the first house that was their very own and to her, that was it. That was her roots. That was her house for her kids. It meant everything to her, so surely she would put in an appearance for a granddaughter that she loved so dearly getting her first house. Again, faith. Boy, that one, I'm sure, didn't take much in the way of spirituality and faith for Jen, because to be packing up your apartment and get that unmistakable scent of white diamonds. Wow, isn't that great? So today I leave you with that. Just have the faith. Reach in for your own spirituality to understand that they still watch over you, that there may be a touch on your shoulder sometime, unexplained, but you'll know, you'll know. For some, it's finding pennies on the ground, For another, it's finding objects in nature that are uncannily shaped like a heart. For some, it's the red cardinal that shows up in their yard. Look for it and take some reassurance from that. Take comfort in that. Before I go today, I want to... Just tell you the exciting news that my manuscript for the book is finished, and I just saw the cover art for my book. It's so exciting. It's going to take about a year to get the actual paperback book out into stores. I don't know why publishers take so long, but they do. Fortunately, I'm releasing it as a Kindle download on Amazon well before the paperback book becomes available so that everybody can go get the download and you don't need a kindle to read it it'll be in mid-october i'll be sending out notifications to let you all know Um, i have asked if you would like to be notified to download a free copy of the kindle version of widowed email joanne at joannethelifecoach.com and just let me know that you'd like a copy of the book and that way on launch day, I'll include you in the email that goes out to go download it for free. I'm going to have it available for free for, I think it's going to be free for three days just to get the book out there. Because I want all of you to have a chance to read it and have it. So um, I'm excited. Get ready. Widowed is coming. And in Widowed, I share my story with you, and the steps that kind of put me back onto the path to find myself again through all the pain of grief. And I want that for all of you. Until next week, go find joy in your life.